mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 290 of There's No Place A Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. I almost chimed in and said, I'm Nixie for you. Because <laughs> I like I got ready to jump in yeah. on the jump rope uh-huh. a little too soon. I hold myself back. I'm Grace. Yeah. Today we're watching SG Atlantis yes. season four, yes. episode 15. Yes. Outcast, aka if I was a rich boy. Or for fellow fans of Black Mirror, San Junipero. Oh, yeah. The replicator version. The replicator version. <laughs> the saddest end to a replicator. Yet, we'll get to that. Yeah. It's sad, but also not. Well, yeah, true. It is San Junipero, though. Yeah. It's definitely San, San Junipero. I can't I can't not say it that way. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. and I can't not say it the other way. The other way. Fair point. I can't not say it. Like, you know, white girl. Well, I mean. I mean, I am so. It's I am, fine. Listen, I am so pacey that this camera just blows me out to almost a flat color. We're basically in darkness in this room so that we can compensate for the light. <laughs> just compensate for my transparent skin. <laughs> um, how was your week? It was a week. Um, it was definitely a week. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not gotten a ton more red this week. Okay. Um, there was a lot of prep for stuff going on later. Okay. Um, I'll tell people about it later. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did, I did binge season five and season six of The Expanse so that I could watch the series finale of The Expanse as it came out yesterday. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Which Grace then got yelled at by Brother Matt for not having seen yet. Yeah, I definitely got scolded. I will say this. It is an extremely good series. And I think that there's a lot that you will very much enjoy about it because it, it has a lot of like good political drama while also having action plus there's a couple characters like bobby who you're going to fucking love okay uh she doesn't come in first season or so but i've i've added it to the list yeah it is definitely on the list and i am now started watching shows that are on the list nice but it is definitely harder science fiction gotcha put it this way you have watched Stargate in preparation for enjoying series like this. Okay. I'll, I'll take say it. that. I don't Got think it. it's a series that you would have dug, you know, how many years ago before we started this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like like one of my safety shows that I like to go back exactly. to. Exactly. Um I am still reading Cersei. Did I tell you guys I was reading Cersei? Yes. Okay. And still enjoying it. I've just been so exhausted. I hear that. Um so there's a project that I'm working on with a couple of other people at work. And one of the girls put it best, but she said, sometimes I just need work that's repetitive. Yeah. I can only critical think for so long. Mm-hmm. And that's all we've been doing nonstop for eight solid hours, five days a week for the last three weeks is nothing but puzzle solving. I will say one of the projects we're working on together, yeah. but mine has been a nice blend of critical thinking, but also repetitive. Yeah. 
Just a lot of it. My ours is just like ephemeral puzzle solving. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not even tangible things no. to work with. But if we can do this, we can do anything in the world. <laughs> I'm convinced of it. I'll, I'll share with you to the point where uh, one of the things we're doing is implementing a new project management software. Yep. And I had a dream that I had a horde of puppies. I had a dream. I had a dream. Uh, there was a horde of puppies. And I needed to project manage the Can horde say, of puppies. I like it's not the litter of puppies. It's a horde No, it was of a puppies. horde. It was like hundreds and hundreds of puppies. <laughs> a horde. It was a horde. A, a horde. A horde of puppies. A horde of puppies. AKA a horde of puppies. Horde of puppies. Um, and I needed to manage them and, and project manage them into the right places or else hurting puppies is not an easy task no so no. so there wasn't a lot of reading this week however there was i'm re-watching yellow jackets in preparation for the finale uh-huh uh please watch yellow jackets i will dear I, god i everyone, don't have an easy way of watching it yours is not going to be easy watch regardless so just watch it with me okay. i'm going to have you watch it with me that's fine but everyone else Fucking watch Yellow Jackets. Because of the channel it's on, we'll watch that and then we'll watch Outlander again. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, we'll give you like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, but I really need a second season, third season, fourth season. I need at least five seasons of this show, I think. <laughs> I think I need five seasons. I don't want more than that. Only any, five. Any more than that, then it's... it's Beating a dead actually, horse. Actually, maybe three seasons would be great. Okay, depending be on the length of the season. Because, yeah, because there are only 12... 10 episodes a season. Yeah. Um, and I don't want this to turn into Lost. No, you want like a good like 35 to 40 episodes. Yeah, yeah. I just, I want an arc. I want things to develop. I want a lot of oh shit moments. Uh-huh. And then I want it to be done. Gotcha. Um, but I just fucking love, I love it so much. So much. I love this show so much. Melanie Linsky, you're my favorite person in the so world. So not to bring that down, but uh -huh. something else that we watched this week was Eternals. Okay. Now, I preface. I wasn't even done with my teenage trauma, but I'm I'll sorry. let you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are you done? No. Okay. I've also been watching Euphoria. Oh. I binge watched Euphoria. I haven't seen that yet. I don't think it's for you. I, I'm just going to put I it get. out there. That's what I get from the teasers. I'm like, I love her, but like, I don't think that's for me. So, um, slightly older than our generation, but a movie that this sort of reminds me of is mm -hmm. the film Kids, which you might know because... Nope. Uh, our girl Rosario Dawson. I do love Rosario Dawson. Was in that. Um, I will share with you what it's about off screen. It okay. is even too adult for our podcast. <laughs> but I'll tell you this: That's saying something. If if it if I were a parent of a teenager, this is the most terrifying thing to watch. <laughs> So don't watch it. Kay. If you have teenage children, don't don't do it. No. Don't do it. Don't do it until you're until you're like pretty sure that they're gonna make it, that they're gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, that they're beyond they the stage of like themselves into adulthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then go back and watch it. Um Yeah, so but if you know the film Kids, then you sort of know what I'm referencing. Yeah. And um but holy cow, is it good. It's tough. It's tough because it's also well done. 
but it, it a lot of the things I'm watching right now revolve around trauma. I'm also listening to a book on trauma, so yeah. So there's a theme in my life. There is a theme. <laughs> a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now let's move on away from trauma. So I, we saw the movie Eternal. Yes. Because it's now streaming on Disney. Look, look. Visually, that movie is fucking gorgeous. Okay. The design behind it, amazing. Sure. Listen, I'll watch anything that has Kumail Nanjiani doing a Bollywood number. I'm That's here awesome. for it, okay? His eyebrow makes the film. The He's sto- got a pretty potent eyebrow. He has a very powerful eyebrow. Uh-huh. It's very it's virile. It's very virile. Yeah. Um, Story? Not the strongest exists. Marvel. Exists. It exists. It is, I will say, it is not the strongest Marvel script. Okay. I think they're trying to do a lot of things. It's a lot of high-end things. However, I do like seeing two Stark brothers back together, you being able to use their natural accents. Okay. Gotcha. Um, There are some characters I absolutely love. There are some other characters where I'm like, uh, almost. Okay. Almost. Interesting. Um. I love Thena. I'm pretty sure they just went, hey, Angelina Jolie, just be Angelina Jolie. On screen. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Honestly, I'm like, I don't care. She's kind of great. She's... I buy you as, you know, the goddess of war. Sure. Well, that's like that's like when Lady Gaga... Like, mind you, we stand Lady Gaga. Oh, 100%. When, when she's on screen, she's Lady Gaga. She's yes. a good actress, but she's... She's Lady Gaga. Yes. She's doing it. However, She's... not my normal movie. I really want to see House of Gucci. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just I'm surprised we haven't made ourselves watch that yet. I know. Um, cast looks amazing. Yes. But we're here to talk about Stargate. That is true. February 1st, 2008. <laughs> it's written by Ali McCullough. Story by Mr. Joe Flanagan. Mm. Directed by Andy Makita. Hey, welcome mm. back. Dean Marshall, a.k.a. Bates. Oh, right. Also Bill Dow. Yay. Bill Lee. Um, I like that yeah. this is written. Yeah. Uh, by. Uh, Alan. Uh, 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 what? No, but yeah, by Joe Flanagan. Oh, story by Joe Flanagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like it was like, hey, I, I have an idea for Shepard, okay? Yeah. And it was like a one-line drunken sentence, and then it was like, go do it. We're going to roll with this. Now go do it. I know, go do it. But that's that's my theory on how this went down. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about John's backstory. Yeah. For sure. Because that's the part that I was so excited for you to see about this yeah. episode. Uh-huh. Sure, there's a cool replica story, but... Sure. John's backstory. Yep. Um, Emma Lahana, she's great at those fight scenes as Ava Dixon. There's a reason she's great at those fight scenes. She is also the yellow dino Thunder Ranger. Well, yeah. 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 I did... I did realize on the second watch, I was like, God, this is... This is good. She's fun to watch. She's great to watch. Yeah. She's fast. Now, I never watched the dino Thunder Ranger, but... (laughs) OG Power Rangers was one of my shows. I definitely watched the OG. I think I watched until like the Green Ranger turned into the White Ranger. I watched slightly past that. Okay. Shocker. Guess who my favorite Power Ranger was? Was it the Green Ranger? No. No, there was a... Oh, the Blue Ranger. There was a nerdy Ranger. The Daniel Ranger. The Daniel Ranger. (laughs) I forgot all about him. I'm 
it's not red. No, it's not red. It's the Blue Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> there was a nerdy ranger. That one was my that favorite. That's right. I forgot all about... I'm always all about Amy Jo Johnson. Amy Jo Johnson was amazing. I love her forever. forever I don't know where ever. she is now, but you shaped my childhood and she's, you're a badass. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. So previously on Stargate, yeah. remember the guy who kidnapped Jeannie and Rodney, Harry, oh, right. Henry Wallace, and how his Devlin Medical Group was dealing with nanites? Keep yep. that shit in mind for later. Just, you know, store it in your pocket. We uh, we start the episode with Ronan recounting how disappointed he was in Blades of Glory not having more fighting. <laughs> I, I feel like they should have double featured him with Cutting Edge. I know. That's like the perfect like Also, or why didn't they start with Mighty Ducks? <sighs> I love Mighty Ducks so much. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if that needs to be said. I'm pretty sure if you've listened to this podcast enough, you can pretty much predict that I loved Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Still do love Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um I did watch Blades of Glory at some point this week. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched Blades of Glory. You've never watched Blades of Glory? No, I don't think okay. I have. Yeah. You have to, you're going to have to watch Blades of Glory. Okay. Yeah. I think we're going to need to do an ice skating day. Yeah. Yeah. Blades of Glory is ridiculous. <laughs> but, okay, fine. I will watch Blades of Glory, but then I'm also going to make you watch I, Tanya with me. I love Itania. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, I've seen Itania. Okay, good. It was amazing. I love it. Okay. Uh, and yes, Ronan, we agree. This planet is weird. Also, can we talk about this hallway again? I yeah. feel like every time we walk through it, it's I want to talk about it's it. It's fine. Talk about it. I up. love this hallway so much. So pretty. Can we make my house this hallway? Yes. Okay. Okay. I got to do at least one of our walls needs to become the, the same this is look as this ha- this hallway. This is doable. Yes. Totes doable. Okay. Right as they reach a door, Sam finds them. Uh, she got a message for him. It was it was passed through Peterson, through the SGC. Um, unfortunately, John's father had a heart attack last night. Yikes. And died. Super yikes. Super yikes. Yeah. And, and we cut there to a very curious scene with a research labs mm-hmm. on Earth, we gather. We call um, it Shady Labs, Inc. Shady Labs, Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of newspaper cutouts. One headline, utilities mogul Patrick Shepard dies at 69, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> as well as photos of... <laughs> no, this is Patrick Starr. I'm sorry, that one's just for... Phantom Spongebob. Um, as well as photos of Ronan, a lot of photos of John taken when they tried to, and they went to rescue Jeannie. A lot of unflattering photos of John. Very unflattering photos <laughs> got, of like, John. He's got, fart face in all of them. Like, that is an attractive man. You have to try to get unflattering photos I just, of him. I feel like he's absolutely making his poop face. He's, just, he's definitely making fart face. Yeah. Uh, more newspaper cutouts of articles with connections to the SGC. Mm-hmm. And there is a woman who we will see later in the episode prominently collecting sort of all of these this things. This is probably not important. Don't remember this at all. Credits. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. So John is packing up for a visit back home. McKay comes to find him. He's He heard what happened. He asked if John's okay. And he would come back with John, but the device that makes the EM field on the planet with all the kids from way back in the first season, like... Mm-hmm. Look, that's that's broken. And like, trust me, if the options were planet with all the kids or coming with you to your father's wake, you're you would win. <laughs> yeah, I would still. rather be at a funeral than around children. Yes. Quote McKay. Quote Nixie. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's malfunctioning. It has to be fixed. They'd be subject 
to the wraith. Mm-hmm. And, and But, you know, if John needs to, you know, talk. A look at Rodney and his growth. No. I love it. John and Sissy's fine, which clearly is a lie, but... Fine is the worst word to use when you're trying to pretend that you're okay. It's Listen, it's clear that John at least doesn't want to talk about it either way, so McKay takes that and, yeah, and cool. heads out. Got it. You're super fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. super fine. Um, in, in the gate room, John stands there alone with a single bag ready to head back to Earth. Everyone mm-hmm. else is just going about their day when... When Ronan comes in and stands next to him, because he's he's mm-hmm. gonna go with John. Yep, and he's actually the first one to head through the gate. Well, I like that it's not a request. No, it's just like this is a thing I'm doing. This is a thing I'm coming with you. Okay, bye. You don't really get a choice in mm-hmm. the matter. Yep. Phew. And here comes the part of an episode where we find out about the mysterious past of one. John Shepard. Yep. We've had a lot. You've had a lot of theories. I feel like I've forgotten them all already. So yep. let me know if I got anything right. The, well, you, I, <laughs> we still don't technically know where you, you guess California. Yeah. We don't still don't technically know, except we know we're pretty sure he ended up going to um, going to uh, Stanford. Yeah. Which I believe is in California. Sanford is in Northern California. I got that part right. And I feel like this could definitely be Northern California of yeah. all the parts of California. It, it has it has that vibe, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have uh, Northern California vibes, especially because I'm looking at how minor the pool is, which mm-hmm. means there's an ocean nearby. Yeah. Um, look at me. I study pools. Well, <laughs> And then I mean, the little town that they eat in as well has a nice little, like... Hidden California town feel. Especially if you're not trying to be be meta, where the part where, like, yeah, this was filmed in the Pacific Northwest coast Yeah, area. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can see where they might want to say that this is somewhere in New England. That's true. You know what I mean? Well, because it was Harvard versus Stanford. It's Harvard so versus it Stanford. It, you know, it, it's Shepard. You get the idea that this is yeah, well, old school Irish yeah. Catholic vibes. The other thing is frame of reference. Yeah. So I've never been to the Northeast. Yeah. So I don't know if it looks like that. It might look Close exactly yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Architecture. It also sort of looks like Boulder, Colorado to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one of the two coasts, though. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, he says that this is one of the houses he grew up in. Fucking could grow up by coastal. True. I mean, this is clearly, let's just say, let's put it out there. John Shepard grew up a rich boy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Private schools. Wants for nothing. The fanciest house freedom. in fancy time. He just wants freedom. Mm-hmm. They drive up to the caddy. Yep. Very large house full of very rich looking white people. Uh-huh. Um, as John puts it, the old man was very well connected. Yeah, well, yeah. First that comes to greet him is Dave. Yeah. John's brother. This, I want to take a moment here yeah. to, you know, everyone has a type. Huh? It just goes to show you how much the inter, inner soul of my body hates the corporate <laughs> feel. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure this man is objectively good looking. Yeah. I immediately dislike him. <laughs> so many. So many dislikes. Yeah, it's not your vibe. Uh, okay. Not your vibe. It's just not my vibe. It's not your vibe. No. 
Um, Give me Paul Bettany in uh, a Knight's Tale. Just straight up naked writer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, you know, Dave wasn't sure that John would make it. Mm -hmm. Apparently, uh, uh, everyone assumes and thinks and has been told that John is stationed at Peterson. Mm. He rarely gets any messages back from anything sent to John. Of course, Peterson is the Air Force base there in Colorado Springs, if you didn't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Which makes sense that that's at least they can sort of not lie. That's what it's like. It's like everyone yeah. SGC is based in Peterson. I, I feel like it's a nice way to make it the light easier to remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Ronan is introduced as a civilian contractor, which I mean, it's not wrong. I'd I'd buy it. I'd be like, this guy is a former. Uh, drug lord. I'm not going to ask too many questions. That would be my, honestly, like, my terrible, we all have terrible things in our mind. That would be my thought. Dave is just, like, looking and she goes, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Not asking questions. Yep. They agree to talk later because they have lots to catch up on. And in the distance watching them, we see Ava, the woman we saw earlier. Mystery girl. Mystery girl. What's she doing here, the mystery girl? <laughs> I do. I will say that as much as I don't care for Dave's look. Yeah. He and John do brood the same way. So yeah. the actor did a really good job at picking up yeah. on the brooding style of, of our own John Shepard. Yes. Um. So first up, I'm guessing John may have gotten a drink. Mm-hmm. Because no one... You don't go see your strange father's casket without having a drink first. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, at least a couple. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know about you, but I could read a lot into their relationship when John does up the button of his jacket as he goes to talk to his father. Yeah, he's got to yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's like you got to you got to. Got to get cleaned a certain amount of... It's like instinctual. He's waiting for his dad to pick at something the minute he walks up there to say hello. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. I just like that that detail. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ronan is is partaking in the key part of any wake. Yeah, the snacks. Are you grieving more food? Food is the gateway to soul and healing. Wake snacks. I like that the two other guests are watching him in, like, this weird, almost disgusted, confused awe. Mm-hmm. I do like that the guests are looking at him, but the waitstaff's like, this guy's fun. Yeah. Uh, I will share. Um, husband Jesse and I had to go to a fancy wedding not that long ago. And it was a lot of fancy people of this ilk. Yes. Uh, young and old. But uh, of the people there that were part of this ilk was us and Jesse's best friend from his entire life mm-hmm. who the kid he's known since he was like 10 years old so now we're we're all adults and his wife was there and so we had like a, a like a like a little another a little, little couple little hang out with but because these two clearly stood out from the rest of the people there yeah and these two clearly cause each other trouble uh-huh. um the wait staff really liked them. Of course. So the floating hors d'oeuvres uh-huh. kept coming Always to us. Always come to you first. And they're like, my man. Have you the want, first. You want to look? This one's really spicy. And it's yeah. like, do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. So it was a really fun game of like them trying stuff that we didn't know what it was. And yeah. the guy was like, oh, no, I'm not going to tell you. But here, have some. Uh-huh. 
That was all. Yeah, that catering crew likes Ronan. Yeah, yeah, they do. Also, Ronan, listen, you do you, bro. Mm. Maybe tuck your shirt in. Mm. I'm honestly, it's not even ironed. No. So why do you bother? <laughs> I'm just. It's barely buttoned. That's true. I'm more like, given the crowd, I, I, I like Ronan's look. It's more sure. of like, given the crowd you're with. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe John could have at least gotten him a vest. That might have, might have worked. Yeah. I, look, the fact that he got him to button, like, the three buttons <laughs> in the middle of the shirt, I think was a win for John. Is he's that like, true? that's as much as I can do. That's as far as I'm going. That's, that's happening. Look, he's not, he's not shirtless, okay? Just, just say he's a rock star. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. Uh, he does go over find John, just in case John didn't know about the catering. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's food. Just, Did just you know there's food. a bunch of food here? Uh, and we find out this is one of the houses John grew up in, but yeah. he couldn't wait to get out of here. I, d- I do like the, the the second story deck. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those I'm in general. I'm a big fan of second okay. story decks. That's all. Uh, apparently, his father's idea of teenage rebellion was going to Stanford instead of Harvard, mm. which means nothing to Ronan. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder... You- we don't technically. I'm assuming he went to Stanford instead of and didn't go through the Air Force Academy. Oh, well, he. I think he might have done both. Well, you don't have to go to the Air Force Academy to become an officer. Oh, to the academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he went to Stanford and then joined the Air Force. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I think we can pretty much lock that down. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Needless to say, his dad had everything planned out for him since he was 14, and John was not down for it. No. Not, not at all. Nope. Although I like that there, I feel like there is just enough as someone who is also a contrarian at times, just enough contrarian in John that it's almost like anything his dad planned out for him. Well, here's what we know about John. John is incredibly intelligent guy. Yes. And he does things at his own pace. He does. So... There's a certain amount of stubbornness that is in there. Oh, I'll get to that later about how someone who I'm sure tries to differentiate himself so much from his family, but that stubborn streak. Yes. But what I'm getting at is that's no matter how appealing the path that his dad had chosen could have been, Mm -hmm. he didn't let him get there on his own. That's what I mean, that, yeah. of that little bit of a contrarianism where it's like, well, but that's what you picked out for me. That doesn't. So therefore, it's just, not going to work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do agree, though. It wakes. You drink, you eat, you talk. You may not know what to say, but you talk and then you drink and then you eat some more and then you drink mm-hmm. more. And Dave, his brother, is handling this well. But as John says, that's what he does. He yeah. handles things. Yep. Well, there's always someone who's got to, you know, it, um. I'm not going to be one to badmouth Dave because there's always no. someone who has to pick up that end of the of the yeah of the of the the thing yeah, if yeah, you yeah. will. There's definitely a lot of prodigal prodigal son prodigal prodigal son. Yeah, it's the idea that if this other child is is going to completely shirk everything, you're yeah. kind of stuck being the one who has to do the things. Yeah. Whether you wanted to or not. And it sounds like Dave just had to. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, I'm sure that Dave, to him, feels like he didn't have a choice in this either. Yeah. 
He's like, well, you ran off, so what the hell was I supposed exactly. to do? Exactly. We can't both run off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ronan's like, well, you you never you never mentioned you have a brother. And John's like, yeah, it's complicated. Mm, I'm barely my brother. I yeah. have a hunch they did not share toys. No. They didn't have to. They were rich enough to buy two. I mean, but they didn't even choose to share toys. No. They didn't have the same friend groups. Nope. They didn't... I know siblings like this. I also get the feel, and, you know, as someone who is, was like four years in school away mm-hmm. from their sibling, you know, that's enough time where you don't go to the same high school at the same time. Sure. You're not in college at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you can have completely separate groups. Yeah. And just like, oh, we happen to live at the same house. Yeah. Um. I think even if they had the option to, they would not have no. had the same. Oh friend no, groups. no, no! I'm just saying, but that probably, <laughs> yeah, that didn't it hurt. probably, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of like the way Ronan is shot really weirdly here, like <laughs> because there's stables behind him, and so yeah. there's like one wild horse, just like I'm gonna be in the shot, and I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing. He's like, you're the wild horse, I'm the wild horse, basically, Look, we're yeah, together. And I, I have a feeling like production was like. What are we going to do about this one horse that's just keep being in the shots? Like, just leave him. him. That horse is like the guy that comes up to a reporter. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, bruh, can you get out of the shot? No. I want a whole backstory on this horse, please. Somebody tell me. Um, and as John looks around, he sees a woman walking towards him. Hey, Ronan, remember how I said I had an ex-wife? Here it comes. Cool, cool, cool. John introduces Nancy to Ronan and Nancy's giant ring. (laughs) <laughs> i mean it is it is yeah the size of her face and we learn she works for homeland security mm-hmm. and she is a director now because well she looks like a woman who would make john's family very happy and she did and she also listen john's not gonna marry just a trophy wife no 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 so this is someone who like had the had the um the chops to appeal to John and also probably bred well enough to appeal to John's family. Well, she, here's the thing. She's a fully formed human being. Yes. So she happened to luck into whatever this breeding is that yeah. is important to them yep. and understands that life. She also happens to be a fully intelligent That's what I meant person. by the chops. Yeah, the chops. Like, like okay. was... Like that, the fully formed had appealed to John because had the intelligence, yeah, um, had the a lot of probably the same interests, yeah, um, or et just cetera. the fact that she had interests, the fact that she, yes, <laughs> it would have been interesting. Beyond yeah. Party planning, yeah, <laughs> uh, and she is she is remarried to Greg. I mean Grant. Mm-hmm. He's a lawyer. Close enough. Close enough. It starts with a G. Mm-hmm. The whole conversation is very awkward. Yeah. Um, but John, as we mentioned, does know that marrying Nancy was most likely, in his dad's mind, the best thing John ever did. I believe it. And they Yikes. part ways. Yikes. Somewhere in the house is the bar and drinks are definitely needed. See, I was convinced this was like the pool house. It might there's be. There's a giant, like... A antler rack it might be it's still where the bar is yeah 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 it's that's the true. outside bar yeah 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 like it's the pool house bar yeah <laughs> so which brings the question though where is his dad the casket's just in the house here's what i have a hunch mm-hmm. yes it's in the house i have a hunch that that's like his office study okay 
and it had French doors out to the yard. Okay, I see that. But I think that's like his office study. It's a little weird to think about, even though the house is large and like, you just put the casket in the house. I mean, didn't they just put it in the living room in olden days? Like, when I, I guess say you're olden right. days, I mean, like, people now sometimes. I guess you're right. I didn't think of that. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have the... Where the heck else are you going to do just it? An, it's just an empty casket. Yeah. Boof. Okay. It's just empty. Yikes. Anyway, Ava Dixon comes up and introduces herself. She even knows Ronan's name, which is shocking. Weird. Weird times. She also drops the name Henry Wallace. John plays ignorant. Mm. Ava's like, cut this shit. I don't have times for games. You know, Henry Wallace, the guy that kidnapped McKay, <sighs> his sister, forced to work on top of secret alien tech. Should I continue? And I'm like, lady, this is his father's wake. I do love that she's like, I'm just going to run my mouth until yep. you pay attention to me. It's a good move. And then John gets right in her face and is like, where the fuck do you know all this information from? <laughs> I love this because I feel like one of our gnomes in yeah. the group likes to run her mouth sometimes. I don't know who you're And this about. may be her approach. She's like, I'm just going to keep talking then until you pay attention. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I absolutely love this idea for her, though. She's like, fine, I'm just going to say the things. That one that's mysteriously missing because the yep. Dagger Man has taken slight control of her at the moment. A little bit. A little bit that one. By the way, guys, uh, if you've listened to this long enough, you know that Sam has a my D&D character named after our friend Sam. Um, has a uh, a cursed dagger. Uh huh. Just an evil demon that lives inside that thing that talks to her and Super sometimes cool. takes slight control over her body. That's always fun. Uh, they were trying. The rest of the party was trying to make a deal to get rid of that cursed dagger, and someone failed their wisdom safe real bad and has cast invisibility on herself and noped out of there. No one has any clue where she is, including me. Got up. So my character. I don't know where I am right now. Fun times. Yeah. Yay. It's great. Uh-huh. It's great. It's fine. It's totally fine. fine that we probably won't play this weekend. Or and next it's going to be great. We're totally okay with it. It's fine. No one's concerned at all. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but that is... Whatever Ava Dixon just said is enough to get John to immediately leave his own father's funeral full of people. I'm guessing he hasn't seen in years. Yep. Here's a question for you that is not mentioned anywhere in previous stuff or this episode. Okay. What about Mrs. Shepard? Mama Shepard? Mama Shepard. I think she's dead already. Like, has been free. I, I legitimately don't know. She could have been. I think she's been. I think. It's just been dad and the boys for a while. Because I have a hunch that if if mom was around, John would have probably found mom first. I think that if mom was around, John would have made more of an effort. To stick around. To stick around. Or to stay in contact. And not even John for his mom, but his mom would have made more of an effort to be like, you're my child and I'm going to fucking find you. Yes. Like if, um, because I don't see it being like a, I mean, it's possible, too. Who knows? Maybe his parents had a toxic relationship. And maybe. So maybe it's like awful divorce mom and she's not going to be one to come to this. Possibly. Lake. But I, I have a feeling it's more like she's just not been around. Maybe. That's mm-hmm. what I get, too. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Mom's been gone for a while. Dave sees that John is leaving and honestly is pissed about it because yeah. they still need to talk. 
it's very obvious that John has pretty much cut his family out of the picture of his life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I mean, we didn't see him record anything to his families and letters from Pegasus. That's true. This is even more of a reason why I don't think that his mom is alive, because especially with this big rift between him and his dad. Yeah. He would have had a more of a relationship. Like there just would have been some sort of gravitation towards a mom. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Uh, only mentioned he was married once. So, I mean, this is not a man who... Family is not... Sh- shareable information frequently. Into the point that, you know, he's just... He's basically... he In his mind, he was cut out of the family. But he also cut himself out of the family just yeah. as much. John, I relate a lot to what John's done. John was like... Get me away from here. Far, far away from Mm -hmm. here. I go far away from this. I don't want to be part of this. And was so busy thinking about how much he was rejecting a path that was laid down before him that he didn't think about how he was also rejecting the people who loved him. Yes. And now he's made this space where his habits don't call on him to check in with them. Nope. He was too busy needing to pull away yeah. to be able to build a relationship, to learn. He's in the place that uh, a little bit Rodney's sort of doing it in a lighter, harder way where it's like learning to reach out and to say hello uh-huh. and to write a text every now and yeah. then. It's just when you spent your whole time running away, you have to relearn that habit. Yeah, which I'll get to in a second. Yeah. You know, so John tells Dave that this is rookie related. He's like, oh, what? Top secret national security things? Like, I mean, yeah. 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 Clearly, there is decades of pent up frustration between these two. Yeah. Well, there's got to be some resentment, too, from Dave's part. 100%. Because it's like, here you go fucking leaving again. Do exactly. whatever the fuck you want. Now I'm stuck dealing with all the home shit. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, planning a, a wake and a funeral, it's that's not, no fun. No. Yeah. And Dave just wants to know if John's going to challenge the will. And John's like, really? Is that what you want to fucking talk about right now? Money Yikes. Money is what you want to talk about right now. And Dave's <sighs> like, look, I assume that's why you're here. Because you've been gone for so long and you show up now. Yeah. I mean, again, I can't vilify the brother. No. Completely. Because... There's just a lot here. It is. And and you can tell that that statement really hurts John. Yeah. It's like, you have nothing to worry about. And John turns to leave. And Dave tells him as he walks away that, like, how would Dave think any different? You're yeah. the one that left. Like, yeah. Dave stayed. He kept things running while John was off doing whatever the hell John was doing. Dave, regardless of where he's at in the process, sounds like he started some therapy. Because he's like, look, I'm saying some words to you that are honest words, aside from all the things. And he probably is worried about the money, but probably a lot of that comes from an instinct of always having to be worried about the money. Anyway. He seems uh, CFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems CFO vibes. Well, and now, like, dad's gone. Yep. John has been absent. Yeah. So now I have to care about the money because somebody has to care about the money. Which makes me wonder who's the older brother here. I think John is. That's the vibe I get. He's like you because naturally most of the stuff would go to the eldest. Yep. Um, John assumed cutting himself out and running away is what dad wanted. And Dave's like, nah. 
It's not. He said, Dad regretted what happened between the two of you right up until the very end. Yikes. And without saying anything else, John leaves. Because that has got to be a lot for John to unpack That's, there. It's kind of a gut punch. That both of them, mm-hmm. John and his dad, are both too stubborn to reach out for the other person. For- I, f- I wrote, there's so much pride getting in the way oh, of, all of the honesty. All the pride. So many. I am too proud to say the words at you. And I can also imagine there's another hard part in this Mm. that, and at least now this may not be a hard part for John, because I have a hunch that the people who have to go through this, it's part of the deal. Not that it's easy, but not that that serving is an an honor and something to be proud of. But there's when you come from a family like this with the expectations that that this family put on John, that John probably had on himself in some ways. Mm -hmm. There's a difference when the whole family thinks that you shuttle around generals in a helicopter versus what John actually does. And like no one in his family ever knows that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, because there's plenty of rich generals that they've probably rubbed elbows with. Exactly. So it's like you're just someone's driver. Yeah. Or lackey or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because that's how we started the series. That's true. You know, so here's here's Dave going. He's like, what, NASA security? You're going to, you know, fly around a general somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. It, it might be. It might be where he's coming from. It's I'm, It's more of like that's an underlying flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the... On top of you not being here, you're being yeah. here for a reason that feels like a, like a diss. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Later on at the restaurant, we get some exposition. So Ava worked for Stanton Research, a division of Devlin, Devlin Medical Technology, which is, of course, we know from the Nad Knight kidnapping incident earlier yep. this season. Her and Dr. Richard Poole work on a secret project codename Archetype. Yep. Oh, and they were experimenting with Nanite technology. Oh, cool. This is fine. No, not the whole part of why they were kidnapped. You know, earlier and not those Nanites. Uh-huh. Different Nanites. They did make a breakthrough. Yep. They... Well, the way to use nanites is building blocks to create an entirely self-sustaining entity. Yay. Not, that's not a worry at all. That's fine. It's totally fine. There is so much exposition here. I just wrote, the girl knows about nanites and things. Yep. Okay. I, I do like Ronan's like, you uh, you built a fucking replicator? Yikes. I mean, no. Repl- Technically? Replication isn't its primary directive, but oh. also, yes, yes, we did. I, yes. it's, I feel like I would have loved for an opportunity for her to meet McKay. <laughs> Especially the way she's like, well, technically, no. But because yes. that feels like such McKay vibes. It's very, it's very much McKay vibes. Okay. Um, and, and Dr. Poole told Ava that this was all above board. Mm-hmm. All approved. Super fine. Maybe she should have questioned it, but mm-hmm. she didn't. Mm-hmm. Totally cool. I mean, when your mentor tells you that everything is above board and fine. Yeah. I I didn't know it was wrong to kill the people. <laughs> my boss said it was fine. My boss said it was fine, but also to never tell anyone that we're doing it. Mm, ouch. Uh, and, and until that day in a flashback, uh, Dr. Poole came into the lab in a sheer panic. Uh-huh. Replicator guy is just there hanging out. Down the street. 
same old thing <laughs> we did last week. Wait a minute. Uh, and... And Dr. Poole tells Ava to shut everything down. No time to explain. Security issue. Just do it. And that was actually when the IOA was investigating Devlin Medical. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Poole tries to shut the replicator down. He doesn't take that well. No, Repladude is mad. I'm going to call him Repladude from now on. Yeah. Doesn't take it well. He just throws Dr. Poole across the room, pulls the door off its hinges, breaks the necks of two guards, and escapes. Super fine. Yeah. So John just wants to back in the restaurant in, in present day. Just on, John just wants to clarify something. <laughs> There's a replicator. On the loose. Loose on Earth. Mm. I feel like this would have been a great episode to turn into a comedy episode. <laughs> it's like, replicator on the loose. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And it's just like, dun, dun, dun. Just like, becomes an episode. Just becomes an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Oh, also the replicator's been on the loose for three weeks and we can't oh, track him. Oh, cool. This is fine. Cool, 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 mm-hmm. cool, 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 Yeah. Oh. So they quickly go and make sure the lab is under control. This must have been the same day since no one has changed. They quickly take Dr. Poole into custody. <laughs> Sorry. I caught that joke. Just he's still in his suit. He may have taken his tie off, but maybe he just has the same suit that he wears over and over. Maybe the last time, the last scene was on a Tuesday, and now it's a Tuesday again, and it's his Tuesday suit. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> Jesse has a Tuesday shirt. Doctor Poole doesn't fight or anything. He also knows who John and Ronan are. Mm-hmm. That's probably why he doesn't fight because he's probably. like, I'm not going to. I'm win not. This. It's wrong. I mean, look at Ronan. I would look at Ronan and be like, I'm not no, winning this. No, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm not. I'll go willingly. I, I will share a cryptic story about a time that I may or may not have gotten in trouble with the law <laughs> yeah. where other people in the group may have fought things. And I was like, I'm not winning no, this. You're no. a policeman and I am a a drunk, yeah, s- s- slow person. Yeah. It's not. I'm here now. It's not happening. Yeah. Besides the fact that Dr. Poole probably has like a negative three in strength. Mm-hmm. Ronan has a, has a plus five. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he, but he is very shocked and hurt when he sees Ava there. And it was Ava that led them. And he, she's, he goes, do you realize what you've done? Yeah. I mean. Poole is sure that the replicator only killed in self-defense. He's basically harmless. Basically. Sure, John Totes believes that. Uh-huh. And they all beam up to the Apollo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come with us for a quick minute. Up on the Apollo, John sits down to talk with Poole. Ava stands there um, against a wall. John wants to start with access codes. Mm-hmm. No. Give me all your computers. That's a no. They're Ooh. encrypted with 448-bit symmetric algorithm. That that doesn't... I don't know what those words mean. Good luck. I like that John knows enough to be like, I don't care what that means. Mikhail, tell me later. Yeah. Give me the codes. <laughs> uh, Poole says he will help as long as he gets to bring the Repladude in. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, you've had three weeks to bring him in, so it's my turn now. Bruh, you don't get to negotiate here. <laughs> Yikes. I will give it the cojones on, on, know. on this doctor are pretty great. Well, and I definitely feel they talk about it later in the episode. And once you hear that, this part of the episode makes more sense where they're pretty sure that he has a buyer that's powerful enough to try to get him off all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a man who feels like he has a get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I do love that. I do love that. Dr. Richard, if he knows Ronan and he knows John, he knows there's a McKay and a exactly. Sam lurking around. Like, I know. Your code ain't safe for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ava agrees to help. Mind you, he doesn't know that we're only going to bring in Billy, but Listen, still. Billy is no slouch. No, he's just slow and steady wins the race with exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is a replica dude out there that isn't programmed for social interaction. Yikes. Remember that part that he's not programmed for social interaction. I'm going to start using that line when, so, um, there's a line that I've stolen from husband Jesse, where yeah. he'll say those moments where you're not feeling social, he'll say, I'm not fit for human consumption. Yeah. I'm going to start saying, what, wait, say the line again. That he isn't programmed for I'm social interaction. I'm not programmed for social interaction today. No, no. That's all. That's all. Thank you. We all have those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a, there is a worry that if someone frightens Replidude. Yeah. In the hallway, we get another question to an answer you didn't even know you were asking. <laughs> what happened to Bates? Yeah. <laughs> I do love you're like... This guy looks familiar. I like me, goldfish memory. Uh I was like, I know this guy, right? (laughs) It's not weird that I know this guy. Thankfully, they explain it all. Okay. Remember, he was very seriously injured. So back in the siege, there was a wraith sneaking around the base. Mm-hmm. We didn't necessarily know there was a wraith here yet. And Bates ran into him and got beat so badly uh-huh. that Carson had to put him in a medically induced coma. Yikes. The bonus is theirs. Wraith DNA is close. They found out there's a wraith on base. But we never heard about Bates again. Mm-hmm. Turns out he was honorably discharged from his sure. injuries. And the IOA contacted him because they were starting up a new field division dealing specifically with operational threats on Earth, which was a perfect fit. So here he is. Hey, you've already been cleared yeah. for all of the uh-huh. <laughs> security uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. Let's just use this guy. We don't have to run another guy through clearance. 100%. We've already got all his fingerprints and all that other stuff. Also, old habits die hard with Bates still calling John Sir for a yeah. while. Uh, we'll learn later that other old habits die yeah. hard uh-huh. as far as being the first one yep. taken out. Yep. <laughs> yep. John updates him on who's cooperating and who's not. And they have a guy working on being able to track the replicator. Mm-hmm. Guess who that guy is? Dr. Billy, who is in a Hawaiian shirt and his head is... Just burnt and peeling. It's it's this it's the saddest thing. This I is do. a man who has my skin. I, I yeah. I will say. I well, you might you might be saying this. So I'll hold for a second. Yeah. So go for no, it. No, go feel. Well, go it's like it. he does say that he was beamed right out of his hotel room. Uh huh. I will say I'm gonna give him credit because when I'm on a vacation There's in a no hotel pants room. On. There's no pants There's on. There's no pants on. There's no shirts on. No. There's no clothes on. Yeah. Why is there clothes? My body needs a vacation as well. Exactly. Get me out of this cage. <laughs> so uh, they're lucky. They're very he's lucky. wearing pants. 100%. Mm-hmm. They probably gave him like, you have a minute until we beam you up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hello? <laughs> I would have just been sitting there in like the hotel robe and be like, "What up, bitches? You want you wanted me? You get me as I am." Yeah, I'm mildly drunk as well. Ex- yeah, I am slightly <laughs> but mildly. They pulled him away from his first vacation in three years. I feel you. Mm. Two weeks all inclusive, nothing but surf, sun, and skimpy bikinis, as far as the eye can see. And they beamed him up 
right out of his hotel room. Do you room. think one of the skimpy bikinis was him? Uh, yeah. Okay. 100%. <laughs> you gotta get those even 10 lines. That is a man who he, has a banana hammock. He is a man who is not discouraged. No! By seeing other people who look great. He's no. like, they look great. I I'm look gonna great wear this too. too. Yeah. <laughs> I love my body for what it is. I, uh, look at all the brain in this body. Exactly. <laughs> look at the brain that this body holds. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Uh, John does remind him that sunblock exists. Or hats, for that matter. Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. You are pasty. You, look, the only person who has a worse experience with burns is at the end of this episode. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and poor Ava in this moment, she gets to work with all of this advanced alien technology, but she has to pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, I try, what? What? And not learn more about it. How are this? Not big deal. But they're able to locate Replicate uh-huh. at least somewhere within these five city blocks. Yeah. Or so. Bates goes to get his people to close the area off. Yeah. I'll share with you the secret to why I started calling him Repla Dude is yeah. because I kept forgetting Ava's name. Oh. And so she became Repla Lady in yeah. my notes. And then he Repla was... Lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Uh, Ava tells John that, look, Repla Dude is super fast, super strong, super dex. Uh-huh. No clue if he has, like, tactical training or shit, but... Mm, we don't know what his skill proficiencies are, nope. but we know he rolled really well on all his stats. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like, like those wisdom. brain ones. <laughs> those first three, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there. John uh, heads back to Pool and points out that he's had... Real shitty few days. I also love in this scene, and I don't want to say that we see a dark side of John because I don't think that's it at all. But it calls back to when he not convinced a guy to commit suicide and feed himself to the suggested. rape, but suggested it. But we now know the world that John grew up in and that yeah. his father and his brother work in. And it's that. I don't know what to call it. The harder side of business. Well, it's the kind of decisions that you don't want to come home and talk about. Yes. They make those kind of decisions. Yeah. Hopefully, and I want to hope because it's John's family, that they go with the more morally, ethically yeah, there's, this good is, versions this is, this of This is them. not HBO succession. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but the idea is like that they're put, they're faced with these decisions. Yeah. And sometimes you have to just make them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's now where you see, you see a little bit of that corporate ruthlessness. You know who would have been a great corporate CEO person? John Constantine. I was just, I was just having a conversation with husband Jesse about the decisions that John Constantine makes, but it's the same idea because it's like, these are people who will make a decision that may make everyone else hate them, Yeah, but they're the decision that needs to be made. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. You, I I love your undying love for Constantine. I love him so much. I do too. Yeah. He's He's just... He's awesome. He just, I, I love me a surly, angry, intelligent man. Especially if he's in a trench coat. <laughs> yes. The trench coat doesn't hurt. No, not at all. It only helps. And a good five o'clock shadow. <sighs> Damn. 
Damn, Skippy. <laughs> uh, so Poole figures he's already going to go to some black hole in Area 51 without a trial, so what's the point of helping at this point? Mm. Besides, it's the right thing to do, you piece of shit asshat. But, Listen, mm. there are worse things than a hole in Area 51. Yes. And you should know that by now. 100%. Because you know about replicators, which yeah. means you know about race. <laughs> and we got a friend who is hungry. Hungry. Yeah. Uh, anyways, John instead threatens Ava with the same if mm. if Dr. Poole doesn't help, which obviously does the trick. So getting out of the car in whatever city they're supposed to be in, everyone is geared up in SWAT gear, and John finally gets to change. Mm-hmm. Finally. <laughs> in two clothes that are much more comfortable for yeah. him. Looking over a map of the area, Poole's know the replicator is hiding, and it's going to be somewhere where people aren't. Like Fair. me. Yeah. Uh, Bates <laughs> Bates knows this one air ha- uh, warehouse has been abandoned for months. I also love that he has a pointer. <laughs> uh, poor Bates. He's always prepared for the wrong adventure. Like he's the guy who prepped his spells yeah. for a shopping episode. Uh-huh. And then the fight goes down. Yeah, yeah. Then I've the, been that person. Yeah, that's who Bates is. He's like, I... I prepared for social interaction today. I did not pack healing spells. I didn't think they'd be necessary. Yeah. As we walked through West Run. Guess, listen, always prepare fireball. Always prepare. Oh, well, yeah. You're talking to. Yeah. 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 I have to get me a fireball what was, spell. What's the line? I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball. <laughs> This is why I need to become fire resistant. So just I'll be like, fireball here. Yeah. On me. Yes. <laughs> I am the center of the fireball. Um, so fun fact, uh, Repli-Dude is built to be resistant to ARGs. But not immune. But not immune. However, yeah, he also, yeah. he has limited self-repair. So okay. basically conventional weapons are going to work, but you need a shit ton of them, which John's like, that's not a problem. Pack heavy. We're good with that. Yeah. John briefs everyone on the plan. Teams of two don't engage. If you see them, they're all going to gather around and just hit them with everything they got at once. Yep. Um, and Poole is partnered with Bates. Oh, and Rona doesn't need a shotgun. He's good. I brought my John, own. John will He's take the that. guy that, that comes to the ski resort. And he's like, no, no, I got my own. I, I don't need own. a wrench yet. Nope. My In the own. middle of all of this, Ronan does check on John because it's been a hell of a week. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm sure, is just a... A quality distraction for John. Just shove those feelings this in that corner. This is a great, great thing to do. Like, yeah. I remember, um, knock on wood, yeah. I haven't lost any parents yet, but I remember losing a family member being like, frankly, I'd like to keep working. Yeah. Like, I'm going to obviously take time to go do the funerals but, and like, things. right now I need to keep working. But right now I just need to keep working. It's like, I need to go to like a, a can we go... Just do something else physically. Active. Uh-huh, thanks. Bye. Just yeah. keep me busy for yeah. a while. Yeah. Until I reach a breaking point. Yeah. Which is super, super healthy. That's the way um, to do it. Everyone starts searching. It does not take long, however, for Bates to spot Repladude mm-hmm. in the distance heading into a building. Repladude. Poor fucking Bates. The moment he says that, Cole hits him over the head with a two by four or something. Old habits die hard. Knocking him out, Cole. Out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty good sneak attack. It was a very good sneak attack. Yeah, I think, yeah, Bates didn't see any of that coming at all. Nope. 
Poole heads in and tries to talk Repladude down, ensuring him all the guys outside won't hurt him if he comes out peacefully. He tells him to deactivate like you've done it before. You've turned yourself off. I've always helped you turn yourself back on again. Just trust me, which I fucking wouldn't do with a goddamn 10-foot pole. It's very like Frankenstein's monster. It's very Frankenstein's monster. However, weirdly, I almost trust Frankenstein more. He's above board, at least. Well, you trust the monster more. No, I'm... But here, like, this is, this is, Dr. Poole is oh, like, trust I see. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I wouldn't trust him. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see what you're saying, yeah. I mean, Dr. Frankenstein at least was like, I'm not lying about what I'm doing. True. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this replicator also does not trust his own creator and just grabs him by the neck. Yep. He does say sorry. <laughs> and then, then kills him. Only because he heard Ava say it one time. Yep. Uh, John and Ronan find Bates. They head into the warehouse after noticing that Dr. Poole was not there and quickly find him dead in the warehouse and Repladude gone. I do want to take a minute to yeah. appreciate Ronan's outfit uh, yeah. because it's not just a uniform. It is a fit. It is. One, he's got a, a belt with a buckle to the side, which yeah. you know only the coolest kids do. Because there's no I function mean, to it. I it's never just, did it, so therefore it's people cooler than me. It's just the cool kids, you yeah. know what I mean, who like buckle to the side. Uh, every now and then you had to buckle to the side. It's like, let's just give <sighs> mad credit to the costume department on this case. Uh, yeah. I feel like he moved it to the side, though. You know, Jason probably did. That's what I'm saying. And let's talk about this bulletproof halter top that he wears. <laughs> I, I think we mentioned it during yeah. the watch, yeah. too. And I'm you like, mentioned the bulletproof halter. Is it just there to protect his pecs and mm-hmm. nothing else? Yeah, there's no I mean, vital it, organs it, underneath that. It looks hot. <laughs> but... Not functional. No. It's like it's like female armor in old school fantasy games. I also feel like it's um, it would have fit other people fine. Yeah. <laughs> that he bar he grabbed Taylor's vest accidentally. No. <laughs> Listen, I just squeezed myself into a corset this morning yeah. that was made for about forty pounds ago. Oh. So like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> he definitely grabbed the wrong vest from yeah. the locker room and was yeah. like, "Well, here we are." Hundred <laughs> percent. So, um. Yeah, they, they radio up to Bill. He's still tracking the replicator for a hot second until Repladude disappears off his scanners as well. Yikes. Remember, Poole also told Repladude exactly how they were tracking him. Mm-hmm. Damn it. So Ronan and John head off to try to find him. Hear a bunch of gunfire since um, he got the jump on these two guards. Uh, they had no choice but to fire back. One is dead and one is pretty badly injured. Yeah, yikes. So, so much for evasion. <laughs> yep. uh, the replicate is desperate. He knows he's trapped. So instead, they call for a perimeter, and John and Ronan are just going to flush him out. It's just a cat and mouse. Yep. yep. Let's go when they run out. Uh-huh. So they head out, um, and honestly, quickly... The Replitude gets the jump on John. It, it doesn't work. John does hit him with his rifle. It yeah. pauses him for half a second. Mm-hmm. Ronan hears this and goes running. <laughs> is, is this the part I liked? Okay, go ahead. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Ronan hears this goes running. Everyone is heading towards the water. And on the way, the most random Ronan throwing a pallet ever. Yeah, like Ronan flips a pallet like he's a housewife and a dinner table. <laughs> 
Like he flips that palette like so he's four hard. years old and they're playing like yeah. a shoot 'em up or something. Yeah. But he's like, oh, get out of here, palette. <laughs> I probably could have just stepped over nope. you, but this nope. is way more cool. It flips like eight times on yeah. camera. Yeah. It's made out of styrofoam. Uh, running, jumping, chasing, lurking. The replicator just ignores shots being fired at him. Yes. And we're at the dock. So, of course, the replicator, uh, when runs into a bunch of gunfire, turns, mm-hmm. runs into a Ronin. Yep. <laughs> then just starts climbing. Yikes. And which Ronan immediately follows. It's a pretty exciting as they climb higher and higher. It is a very cool action movie scene. It's great. And eventually John calls for everyone to hold fire because there's also a Ronin there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when cornered with Roman coming at him with his own gun, the replicator with no other options jumps into the water and is gone. Damn it. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where they start looking for him and then there's that great edit, right? Right into the nighttime shot or just things happen first? Uh, well, then we find out that Bates is fine. Oh, right, right, right. Bates is fine. Oh, right, Bates. Don't worry. He's fine. Don't, yeah, he just, he's really good at taking a beating. There's, there's, but there's no trace of Replitude anywhere. They can't track him anymore. <laughs> Back in orbit. Yep. On the Apollo, Lee is working on the tracking system again, but there's no luck. He's also still trying to decrypt the files from Poole's lab, but mm-hmm. that's slow. Yeah. And John tells him to actually focus on that. And I'm like, really, is Bill Lee the only one you have to try to decrypt these files? There's no one else that you could get to work with him. <laughs> yeah. At what point do you like not call in like Zelenko or someone like that? Anybody, any yeah. other one else from the science team? Yeah. Um, I do want to give credit to that shot, though, when they go into the nighttime to show that they haven't found the, the yeah, replica. Yeah, it was very nice. Because I love a good passage of time shot. Yeah. And it's also a gorgeous view of whatever Pacific Northwestern town that was. Stunning. I want to go to that. 100 percent um so john knows that something is off though like Mm -hmm. why did he go in there even if it was to talk him down Poole knew he was going to go away forever and john's not buying the don't destroy my life's work routine yep he wanted to save the replicator for his own sake john is thinking he has a buyer somewhere who would get him out of this mess as we mentioned makes the earlier interrogations make more sense Bates is totally down with that being accurate. Probably some high-ranking military, ex-military. He's going to have to go outside of his IOA channels to find him because, of course, Bates now knows how to work in some shady corners. Yay. And Ronan's like, so, so now what? Um, I might know a girl. <laughs> I might know a girl. John heads to Washington, uh-huh. the D.C., not the States. <laughs> Much farther plane ride. <laughs> to meet with Nancy. Yeah. Who uh, who is surprised and shocked? Two John Shepard encounters in two days. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's basically more than she saw him when they were married. Yikes! Ouch! Yeah, I love her only for these th- birds. Yeah, in case you thought they were fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. There's a reason they're divorced. Uh, I can imagine. I can. Im- I-, I will say this. It was amicable. <laughs> Enough that they can sit here and hold these conversations. Sure. Yeah. But it's like, in case you were getting stars in your eyes, nah. don't. Nah. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> John just sidesteps that because he knows there's nothing he can say. Yeah. Hey. So anyway, he I'm here because. Yeah. <laughs> just a small one. 
just using your security clearance to get classified information favor, like as much information no possible as you can get on Project Archetype. Mm-hmm. It's a big ask. It's a big risk. Yep. And of course, John can't tell her why he needs it. It's like, look, I haven't seen you in four years Mm -hmm. and you want me to put my job at risk and you aren't going to tell me why. Yeah, yeah, that about sums it up. He's like, well, now that you say it that way, that is real shitty, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you realized that now. And she kind of just wishes he'd realized that a little earlier, like when they were married. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> like when you would get a call and leave with no explanations, no apologies. For all Nancy knew, he was halfway around the world flying secret missions in Somalia. He's like, that's ridiculous. I've never been to Somalia. He was, I'm not doing well in the dry heat. He's like North Korea then. I mean, that's a big difference, Somalia yeah. versus Yikes. North Korea. Yeah. And Nancy's like, also, I don't know shit about political things, but I'd rather be in Somalia than North Korea. No, no, thank you either. I mean, sure, but also. And Nancy's like, look, I put up with your secrets when we were married. Mm-hmm. I don't have to put up with your secrets now. Yeah, that's true. And John's like, well. Okay, bye. If it isn't the consequences <laughs> of my own yeah. actions. Mm, let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> John finds Ava back in her and Dr. Poole's lab. She's packing up his things into a box. Mm-hmm. Um, personal things and she mainly is just sad that he died thinking Ava betrayed betrayed him mm-hmm. this project meant everything to him and John Oof. clearly thinking of what his brother told him earlier in this episode yeah tells her that maybe she meant something to him too because you never know what people are thinking especially those closest to you do as I say not as I did yeah. thanks bye John getting back to business John asks her if anyone else knew about the project if he had contact with anyone she knows all she doesn't know anyone she knows that only the two of them can access the lab mm-hmm. and as he leaves Ava asks if there's any progress on tracking Replitude. right not yet but he t- says that bill is close to breaking the encryption which she thought was impossible mm. and she She's looks a- very nervous yep a little bit concerned. A little concerned there. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, those concerns, uh-huh. up on Apollo, John asked Bill for an update in the encryption. Yeah. Bill was able to get into the files. Definitely something interesting. Mm-hmm. The records for a- Ava Dixon, but the photos of a different woman, because apparently Ava Dixon was killed in a car accident a year ago. Okay, first of all, are we not going to follow up on this woman's murder? <laughs> first of all, are we not going to follow nope. up on the murder nope. of Ava Dixon? No, nope, it's fine. It, it's <laughs> fine. It was natural causes. <laughs> and two, I feel like new Ava could have been like, I didn't know I wasn't a real human. She could have pulled a full Blade Runner. She could have pulled a Repla Runner. She could have been Repla Runner. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I you. wrote that in my notes and I had to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John so Roman, I stole your thunder. I needed to know fine. about the murder of Ava Dixon. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It mm-hmm. was natural car causes. Mm-hmm. John, Ronan, and Bates come busting down the door of the lab, although the guard that was already there is down and unconscious, not dead. And Ava is gone, but she did leave a note. Colonel Shepard, I never meant for any of this to happen. I am very sorry, Mm. Ava. 
I like that it's a, what is it, her literal Dear John letter? It's a literal Dear John level. <laughs> Back up on the Apollo. Yes, Ava is most definitely a replicator. Yeah. Yeah. There are blueprints for a male and a female. Mm. There are no signs of I'm her own sensors. I'm a little sensors. creeped out by if there was any intent there, like to 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 reproduce replicators. Hell no! I don't know if they can. I don't think they can. Okay, but I also have a hunch it was just like, well, I don't want to just make a boy. Sure. I don't want to just make a girl. That's fair. Also, well, maybe he made the boy. He maybe he made Repl dude, and then was like, oh, my assistant just died. Yeah, let me well, make let a... me make another one. Yikes! Yeah. Uh, 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 they do note mm-hmm. Ava did not kill the guard. That's true. A replicator with the conscience, maybe. Repl lady. And and Bill notes that her programming is very different from his. Mm-hmm. He's more of a military model, and she's social interaction and maybe some empathy. And it's not that she can't kill, but maybe it's much less likely because you know morals and ethics and shit words like that i feel like that model's way harder to build 100 way harder to build so it makes sense that she's the second one because it's like what's my purpose well you talk to people yeah. and you don't it's not your job to make them feel better but you want to yeah. be honest but you don't want you want to be kind yeah and kindness is this ephemeral thing I that's know. sort of esoteric concept to grasp so much of it Whereas is the other one's like what's my purpose you kill well here's my thing we know that dr pool not the moral bastion. Sure. Where did he get that code? Like, who was the bait? Was it Ava who was sort of the Ava baseline was of the this? One. Yeah. So I have a hunch too. Yep. Like she was starting to write. Th- she wrote her own code. Uh huh. Boom. She she tells her own story. <laughs> she lives. She does. I tell my story. Boom, bitches. Um, and that's when John gets a message. It has been relayed through Peterson. Mm. It is Nancy who meets him in the car. Some grade A cloak and dagger shit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hands him everything she could find on Project Archetype. Very hard to get. John owes her big time. Mm-hmm. And points out that, you know, Nancy hated it when John couldn't tell her what he was doing when they were married. Mm-hmm. And now with her work, she catches Grant looking at her in the same way sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's like now... She gets it. A little bit. But also, what can you do to protect this marriage? Yeah. Now that you're on the other side of I it. Know. What a great, like, what a great, um, like, gift to have that perspective. I know. Yeah. And also while she was snooping, she asked about John. John's like, that was probably not a good idea. Don't, he goes, don't do that. Yeah, I've seen walls go up quick, but like, damn. Yeah, you done fucked up. Whatever you're big into is big and most likely very dangerous. Nance, stop talking right now. So, and she just wants him to be careful. And he's like, you know me. And she's like, I, I That's do. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. Why I'm, that's why I'm saying it. Yeah. And she walks away. Uh, back up on the Apollo, looking through the flash drive Nancy gave him. It's a whole lot of nothing burgers, Yikes. really, unless you care about parking memos. Mm. But Bill does catch one thing. It is a, sh- de- a shipping and delivery bill for pre-assembled masonry panels, which is a code word that they used a few months ago for shippings of neutronium. Oh, that should have been our AKA. Pre-assembled, pre-assembled masonry panels. panels. Uh, which neutronium is the base element for nanites. Mm-hmm. And since the team shot him, 
and he's not built for full replication, he's going to need that shit to repair himself. Yep. And since they have no other leads, they might as well go stake out a warehouse. Good job, Dr. Lee. Look how useful you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's their last shot, Ronan says. They really have to take him out here. Yeah. Bill's like, you know, if this is a movie, we just dip him to a vat of molten steel. <laughs> Or a volcano, you know, from the fires, from once it came. <laughs> Ronan's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. First of what all. What are we even talking about? First of all. Yeah. John, how have you not shown this man Terminator? Well, that, that's true. Second of all, John, how have you not shown this man Lord of the Rings? Here's the thing. Yeah. I will forgive Lord of the Rings only i'm saying okay let me okay you continue only because mckay whatever of the length and the amount of downtime they don't seem to ever have here's what i'm thinking okay i'm thinking john would have shown him terminator for sure yeah like that's inexcusable um i'm thinking mckay would have been extended edition disc by disc yeah Here's what I, I and I think it's just like, well, we haven't had the time to do it all and you have to it's do it. It's been years. Yes. But McKay, much like my wonderful, amazing husband is the kind who's like, OK, but we're going to watch all of them at once. Are you watching? Are you paying attention? Put your phone down. Are you doing it? Are you doing You're not doing You're not capturing the magic the don't, way I need you to capture the magic. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> Why am I in this picture? <laughs> I'm with that with very few things, but Lord of the Rings. Well, I, you and uh, husband Jesse, it's, you know, people who are fans are passionate fans. Sometimes people like Ronan so and I get wiggly. I don't wiggly. just like things. Yes. I love things. Yeah. I love things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but John's distracted because that's actually a good idea. Mm-hmm. The the melting, the the, you know, the, the fires from whence it came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Stanton Warehouse... They're just there waiting. Apparently, IOA actually spotted him nearby. Ronan's like, well, did he spot the IOA? Yeah. Um, but they're patient. He'll show up. And that's when he shows up. Yeah. Drops down, snaps the next two guards. He quickly throws Ronan across the room. John keeps firing a shotgun just before he can reload. He's also thrown across the room. Yep. And Replitude picks him up, holds him against a crate, and just starts choking him. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Just go full, you know, old school, creepy yeah. style. And that's when Ava arrives, pulls her brother off John, and they have a great fight scene. Those days yes. of Power Rangers pay off for Ava. In a suit, no less. Mm-hmm. So good. It's a beautiful fight scene. John watches from the ground. Ronan also... Watches from the ground. They're like, well, there's nothing really we can do. I'm just watching this. Yeah. Um, Replitude knocks her out with an oxygen tank and then kicks her across Jeebus. the room. Yeah. Ronan tries to take that chance. Quickly also gets pinned up by the throat. Uh-huh. He does get a few shots in, though, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John picks up a knife with a little light at the end of it, goes over and stabs the Replitude. Mm-hmm. He turns around, looks at the knife, and is like, really? A fucking knife? Yep. You brought a knife to a replicator I fight? knifed you. John yells into his radio now, and he is beamed away. Yes. Ava asks where he went. He goes, low Earth orbit. Mm-hmm. Reentry's a bitch. Yikes. And now we see, in fact, he appears above the Earth. Definitely won't survive that halo jump. Yeah. <laughs> and we watch him disintegrate. The fires from when she came. I will tell you that as I was doing my rewatch, this is the part where husband Jesse walked into the room and yeah. was like, 
Oh God! I was like, "It's fine. He's a it's replicator." Fine. He goes, "It's still horrifying nope. to watch a man get burned up." I was nope. like, "He's not a man. It's just a replicator." Yeah. He goes, "You are heartless." And I was like, "You married me." <laughs> so there we are. <laughs> so now there's a question of what to do with Ava. Everyone, everyone mm. is watching her through a security monitor. Um, she obviously can't just be set free. <sighs> yeah. Um, but they they only have her now because she came back to help. Yep. Because otherwise, no one would have been able to find her, and she could have just slipped in and yeah. existed on Earth. Yep. What's the ethical, moral, humane thing to do here? Yeah. She's still a machine, Bates says. Lee's like, aren't we all? I mean, accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, taking her to yeah, another planet. Yeah, but we're part magic because we don't know how some of it works. Therefore, Accurate. it's still magic. Well, I mean, I don't know how part of the repli- the replicators That's, work. But somebody does. Someone does. Mm-hmm. Taking to another planet without people isn't a reward. That's just fucking cruel. Yeah. They're like, she can't just be left here on Earth. Bill honestly is like, she'd be an asset at the SGC. They're like, also a security threat. He's not wrong, though. He's no, super not wrong. Yeah. She could be a huge asset. And even if, as a security threat, she, there's no place safer on Earth no. to keep her secure. 100%. Block that shit down. In the end of the story, she is a replicator. So what can they do with her? Mm-hmm. Yikes. John and Ava mm-hmm. walk along the little, part, like, little lakey thing yeah. in the park. She has a brand new life. Mm-hmm. Part of her release is an agreement that there will be no scientific jobs. Yep. She's honestly not sure what all she's good at, mm-hmm. but she'll figure it out. And she's thankful to John. You'll get into baking. It'll be great. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. You'll be on Netflix no time. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they wouldn't have let her go if John hadn't put a good word in. He's like, you saved my life. So, sure, yeah, it's the least I could do. Mm-hmm. And she's now dealing with emotions that she knows, like, aren't quote unquote real, but Oof. are real. They 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 feel real. Yeah, feelings aren't facts, but they are still feelings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they part ways. Yep. And as Ava walks away, John just sort of disappears. Huh. And we actually find out that Ava is now in the Matrix. Yes. And John was in one of the virtual reality pods. Bill downloaded her consciousness and built her her own virtual world. So, so who do you think actually came up with that final choice? Bill. Good job, Bill. Like, I, what a what an elegant solution. I, I have a hunch it was definitely Bill. Yeah. Aw. Um, and uh, my question is, is does she know that she's in the Matrix? Because I'm guessing she doesn't. No, I don't think she does. And I think that's the point is yeah. she doesn't know that she's there, but it's a safe place to put her. It is. I'm just hoping she doesn't start seeing glitches in the Matrix. Because she does start talking about feeling alone and how she's out here now. Yeah. And she's like, what am I going to do? Um, and she is technically and she will like run into things in, yeah. in whatever the, the code is. But uh, yeah, if she does find out, I have faith. That because of the type of replicator that she is, yeah, she'll she'll get to a place of of acceptance with it. So I have two other questions. Okay, one, I like the fact that like to me it makes sense. Bill had a good point. She could be a huge asset to the SGC. She's yeah. very smart. I'm wondering if it's like, okay, so Bill heads into the Matrix. 
and like that's true. bring some of the then. problems in there yeah. if need be. Yeah. I mean, they could. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what would have happened if they told her what the plan is. Yeah. Because I part of me thinks that she may have gone willingly, given yeah. the options, honestly. Yeah. My other question, that leads into my other question, is does Ava know what she is this whole episode? I think she does. I have a hunch, too, that she does. Especially because she sort of freaks yeah. when she learns that Bill's getting close to uncovering the code. Yeah. Um, I would like to believe that there was a time where she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, as... as um, And came to that realization. Yeah, as Dr. Richard was building her, mm-hmm. like, consciousness. And, like, I, I think eventually she asked, she's like, am I... Yeah. A replicator? Am I a real boy? Yeah. Oh, now I want to watch Blade Runner. (laughs) And, you know, it's also seeing what we do see of Ava in this episode. And I do think that, to me, it is possibly a little shady putting her in here and not telling her that she's in the Matrix. You know, they do say they broke down the rest of her body into base. They scrapped the rest of her physical body. Yeah. Um, it's a little shady not telling her. I really think if they was like, here's your options. Yeah. There's only a couple of them. I, I she would have chosen this. I would like to hope that they told her they told her she's going in there. But maybe they didn't tell her what they were doing with the body. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, maybe don't don't tell her that part. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be told. Hey, have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Hey, did you like that one episode? Okay, yeah, so like that. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh, but this was fun. This was, obviously, it's always fun getting a little slice well, of someone's we're backstory. We're not quite done yet. Oh, shit, you're right. It's a very important last scene. Damn it, yeah. John tells Rhoda he can head back to Atlantis, and there's something that John has to do first. Mm-hmm. We close the episode. You're right. Yes. Um, with John getting out of a, a cab this time, different suits, yep. at the family house, um, knocking on the door to finally sit down and spend some time, long-awaited conversation with his brother Dave. What do you think he, they talk about? I don't know. I don't think to me this is a first conversation. This what do you think they do this first like what does it start with? It starts with a scotch. Yeah. It starts with a scotch. It may be like a game of chess or something. Something? Um It's a weird one. It's a weird one. I don't know if they get I think there is some light reminiscing. Um, it may, it might be one of those where, you know, they have dinner, they're talking, maybe he's there for three hours, but only on those last, it's like two hours in, they have like 15 minutes of the difficult stuff coming up about their father, about moving forward, about. I feel like it starts with, um, housekeeping stuff. Yeah. Did you get this thing done? Cool. What's going to happen to the houses? This, yeah. It's like those kind of... 
Yeah. And then as they're drinking the scotches, then it goes into the other stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm on I board. get the feel. It's like two hours in, you get like 15, 20 minutes of like the harder stuff, and then they end it more lighthearted again. And then they watch Die Hard. And then they watch Die Hard mm-hmm. because it's Christmas Eve. Yep. The end. I also love this because we got a, something very similar from Sam. Yeah. When she finally oh, went yeah. and talked to yeah, her yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. 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 Um, where they sort of do it like a fade to black on the conversation. Exactly. It's almost the same thing where she walks in and that's where they, they fade to black. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense for Stargate. It that's does. like, you know, that's what this show is. We're not going to have a whole episode of yeah. just some two of them. Th- this, at the is, table. this is not, this is not touchy feely show. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like that parallel between, between, it's that idea that, there is not everyone is Carson. Yeah. That there are similar. It's a similar type of b- build of a person. Well, and you actually see more of them than not because yeah. this is a military. It like, in fact, everyone isn't Carson except Carson. That's what, you I, know mean. what I mean. Yeah. Like, um, you actually see more people built like this who are struggling to figure out their way through conversations exactly. like this. Um, even Ronan. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, I just like, I'm here for I it. I like that. It's fun. Next up, Trio, okay. which I love for just totally different reasons. Got it. Uh, Got it's it. another show that I'm a fan of. Of course. Um, I think Trio is where they start a rock band. Yes, clearly. Rodney, John, and Ronan. Yep. The end. Yep. Uh, this was fun. I knew you'd like it. I did. I really enjoyed it. I actually like, I do want to watch Blade Runner now. It just makes me think about all this stuff. Um, okay. All We'll see you guys next week. Until then, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Um, I just want a quick note. There will not be a video um, uploaded to the Patreon this week because halfway yeah, through recording this. as we were recording. We uh, we were recording slightly later in the day and we thought we had enough daylight and all of a sudden halfway no, we through the record, we're just in the dark now. No, we didn't. And the camera went, no. Went, fuck you guys. <laughs> Next week, hopefully with video. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I will say we're we're playing it by year. Um, we're going to have to take at least one week off here at the end of January. We don't exactly know how plans are going to work out. There may have to be two. Mm-hmm. So just be flexible with us. We're going to get as many records in as possible. But there 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 may be a little wibbly wobbly. We'll keep y'all posted. Time is a weird soup. Okay. Bye. Bye.